0: Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to The Accelerator with Michael Conniff. that's me. We are a podcast devoted to founders, startups, entrepreneurs, accelerators, incubators, VCs, family offices, investment firms, uh, everyone who's interested in this space. And uh, we are delighted today to be joined by Roland Reichel. He is the CEO of Arrow AI, um, a company that wants to make every content Marketer, a rock star, um, and uh, it's great to have you,
1: Roland. Welcome. Thanks, Michael. Pleasure to be here. I really appreciate the opportunity.
0: So, I, I we had a very brief chat before we started, and you you have literally just come back from a customer meeting. Um, tell tell us a little bit about what what you're finding as you talk to your customers. Essentially, if I can, you know, very concisely describe what you do. You're a startup that um, uses AI to fill the streams of uh, social media for users um, in a way that, that um, I guess like chat ChatGPT uh, doesn't require them to write all the stuff themselves. So um, is that a fair description and, and what, what do customers seem to be responding to?
1: Yeah, I do think it is a fair description. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just sort of riff off what you, you said at the top of the of the podcast here about content marketers being a rock star. I, I would phrase it slightly differently, which is that everyone is a content marketer now, whether you know it or not. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's just no way you can be in business if you're not a content marketer. And that's whether you sell life insurance, you know, um uh, Your real estate agent selling houses or, you know, you're, you're a startup CEO. So we're all in the content game and the ones who are winning in business are the ones that are able to successfully keep all of their social media content streams up to date and engaging, like you said. So that's, me, uh, that's what jump, we do just, for folks.
0: Yeah, yeah, let me just jump in, if you don't mind, just to ask, sure. why are we all now in the content game? Of course, I'm a content person, so I love to hear this, but why are we all now <laughs> right. in this? And what has changed, say, in the last five years to make that happen?
1: Well, I think this has been accelerating, you know, slowly over time as, you know, social media has become such a big part of just the way we live every day, whether it be personal relationships and business relationships as well. Um, I, I think during COVID, this accelerated. And one of the things that we learned as a business community during COVID is that you're online brand it might be as important as your offline brand when people can't walk into your store and meet you or if they can't have you come to their house then they're going to decide whether or not to use your company based on what they see online and you look I'll even connect it to even maybe some slightly broader societal things which is you know the rise of the social media star i mean we've seen this in a whole variety of industries, politics, music, et cetera, Mm. where people become incredibly famous on planet Earth for nothing more than the fact that they're incredibly famous on planet Earth. So um, (laughs) that's probably a slightly different conversation. But for these small businesses, COVID has been the accelerator clearly. And and they know that if their pages are out of date, they're going to lose business. Um, People aren't picking up the phone to call them and engage them in services if they don't have a robust social media profile.
0: And that's, that's new. So the problem is, and you know, I've done this myself with an agency um, that I owned at one time, I've done it for for myself as a writer. Um, And the, the, the bottom line on content marketing is it's, it has been, I should say it has been super time intensive, time consuming. Um, Yes. And, and, you know, even as a professional writer like myself, I have always found it, really challenging um, to make mm-hmm. it interesting on an ongoing basis. You, might, you know, as a writer, you might get off a good piece once a week or whatever, but in social media marketing, in content marketing, you have to have a certain amount of consistency. So to, so answer that question about, um, how. let me rephrase that a little bit. How does your Arrow AI product um, solve that problem, solve that pain point?
1: well here 's the good news uh, it's good news for all of us is who who are you know working to to grow our brands online it's good news for these small business owners, which is not everything you do and say has to be an original piece of content and One of the easiest ways to sort of get in the content game is to follow other folks and repost content that's interesting, that's relevant and positions you as part of this conversation uh, uh, that other people are having. So that's the first thing and Arrow does that in a very automated way. So the way Arrow works is that you can plug in any content source and it'll turn it into social media posts. So if you've got four or five content marketers who you like to follow and repost their content, we can automate that. And now you're posting about them every day. And so for these small business owners, that's a great first step. and then they can start to layer in some original content as well, which Arrow, um, I, you know, let's think of it as like a human assist um, can help with. So um,
0: just just so I understand this. So, yeah, you I'm sure have given great thought because you've obviously thought all of this through extensively to um, not plagiarizing, not violating copyright, uh, copyright laws, staying under fair use to some degree or or. In, in in all cases, hopefully, um, how do you, how do you how do you thread that needle? It seems like that would be very hard th- a very hard thing to do if you're um, using an AI engine to to um, go through this this you know myriad of content.
1: So everything that's, uh, well, I, I, let me just address it head on. So in terms of reposting content, uh, we're reposting things that are available in public on the web, right? So people are using Arrow as a tool to find that content, to curate that content and post it on their own pages. So there's no plagiarism here. We're not taking content and saying... Uh, and, and I think this is, a, let me connect this to a more general concern about AI, right? Because a lot of AI actually grew out of plagiarism tools, like Grammarly originally was a tool that was used by college kids. Um, you know, there's a, a bunch of other ones. So plagiarism is, is at the very core of content creation when it comes to AI in, in, in general. Um, so we're not doing that, right? Like you're not creating a piece of two page or even two paragraph blog content, putting it out in the world and saying, this is mine when it actually is someone else's. What we're talking Mm -hmm. about is just simply using uh, AI to find the best and most relevant content sources that you wanna respond to. Pull that in, post it on your page, um and so that way you're engaging and having a conversation with the person that 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 already posted that content. Are you
0: are you um, quoting content from them? Is it like a, a situation where you're attributing attributing it directly to the original source?
1: So what Arrow's automating is something that about 58% of social media users do every day, all day, and that I did about 10 times this morning. I'll see something from Elon Musk that I think is interesting. I hit retweet on my phone and then I add a comment, hey, did you see the latest crazy thing that Elon Musk said and it goes out to all my users. So it's it's there's nothing happening here that's not happening every single day. It's just we're automating that process because a lot of folks don't know who to follow or what are the right sources for them or you know who who are the people in the industry that I need to be sort of engaging with on a, on a content level. So um yeah this is something we're doing every day we're 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 sharing things on our own feeds from social media platforms that are interesting that are relevant to our business and we're commenting about them and saying hey did you see this or you know it could be it could be uh there's a lot of the times this is done with economic news as well you know i repost a lot of that and say hey interest rates are going up interest rates are going down something to think about it's going to affect the small business economy and small business sector maybe in potentially these ways
0: yeah, I mean, this raises so many issues and, and we're going to get to them in a minute. But first, I want to I want to know a little bit more about you, Roland. How did how sure. did you get to be head of uh, Arrow AI? And what is it about this that, you know, that gets you excited personally?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I my career has been in marketing technology for the last 15 years, uh, building and selling technology as well. Started off uh, working with Disney, Microsoft, uh, Adobe. Ryan Seacrest, Ford Motor Company, managing hundreds of millions of dollars in media budgets, mm. uh, and then I really shifted gears into the technology side uh, back about ten years ago. Uh, originally managing the U.S. for a Chinese company called uh, iClick, publicly traded on NASDAQ, I managed all their business and technology partnerships in the U.S. And then uh, I then I became an entrepreneur so i built a programmatic video advertising platform this was this super high speed media trading platform if if any of that makes sense which essentially you could buy and sell media in real time Uh, you could buy a media placement on a website in about 240 milliseconds decision and buy that media so super fast super high speed and then um after i sold that company back in 2018 um you know i took some time off and really shifted gears and the reason that I'm so uh, the, the, the small business community is so important to me is I grew up in a, in a family of small business owners. Uh, hmm. My parents, uh, I grew up in Austin, Texas. My parents had a small shop called Under the Sun. Uh, they were, you know, a legitimate original hippies with long hair, and they made little goods and 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 handmade um, objects and art for their shop. And we lived in the back of the shop, so. You know, that's the environment I grew up in. And uh, it's I I know what this community needs. And um, I think they've been largely underserved uh, in the last uh, 10 years as we've built massive enterprise solutions for big companies.
0: Wow, that's interesting. So now your parents are obviously in the cannabis business, right?
1: (laughs) I I don't know if this is appropriate or not, but I'll just say they've been in the cannabis business a long time. (laughs) Well well put. Touche,
0: touche. So um so what is so interesting about Arrow AI and and you and the company at this moment is that literally this week uh we're 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 recording at the end of 2022 just uh, it will probably air later but um yeah. just this week literally the debate about um um, content produced by artificial intelligence. I don't know why, but the, um, chat GPT from, uh, open has suddenly, yeah. suddenly everywhere. Journalists are, are, everyone is writing the same story, which is, I'm going to talk to the bot and see if I can tell the difference, you know, they, they, and basically right. they can't yeah. basically, um, it's really, really good to, you know, very convincing. Um, I happen to be at a uh, Foreign Press Correspondents Association meeting this week where the president of Microsoft spoke in New York City at the uh, Eleanor Roosevelt House, of all places. But he said that artificial intelligence will never have an original thought. And I heard that <laughs> and I said, that is going to sound so naive in 10 years. It's like, <laughs> uh, yes, of course we'll have an original thought. Like, what's, there's no magic to it really. yeah. Um, it's just a matter of processing right. information and coming out with a new conclusion. So with that very long preamble, um, I of course hope you're going to succeed. We're always on the side of the entrepreneur, but it also, this technology in general, as a writer, as a content creator, as a creative person kind of breaks my heart um, mm. a little bit because it is going to cost jobs. There's no doubt about that. Um the jobs may be kind of boring and menial or not all that exciting, but they're still jobs. Uh, but more than that is the idea that um, the sac- sacrosanct position that a creator or a writer can have in the society is going to really go the way of all flesh. So uh, that's, a, that's a lot of rambling. I'll let you take that in any direction.
1: Because <laughs> it's Look, a tough I, one. I, it is a tough one, Michael. And I really appreciate this conversation. Let me let me do two things. One is I'm going to sidestep the discussion a little bit as it relates to Arrow, but then I want to circle back because I do think it's really important. So the way I'll sidestep the discussion is to say at our core um, Arrow uh, company is focus on economic su- success for small businesses. We believe, you know, that there's now 41 million people working in this micro businesses, 41 million people. So it's massive. That's another big shift that happened under COVID, right? Like people are now in these small, small side hustles and gigs and building their own own, own company. So the, you know, the landscape of, of work has changed forever. And all of these folks need tools that work for them um that are inexpensive and easy to use because they've got to have digital success and if we can't if you can't market your business online then you're failing and if you're failing you're going backwards and if you're going backwards you can't buy uh, a new car at the end of the year and you can't send your kid to college and it has all these ramifications so that's how we think about the world and I, I do want to differentiate that because, yes, we use A.I., but at our core, we believe that the the goal of our company is to bring this A.I. forward to deliver economic success for millions of people um, now. So that's that was my sidestep. But <laughs> um, but First,
0: in please terms of I'm a tough guy to sidestep, but that was a good one.
1: <laughs> but in terms of what you're saying, <laughs> awesome! I appreciate that. Um, I completely agree with you. I do think that there is a very interesting and big conversation to be had right now about, you know, what is original thought and, you know, what is original content and specifically who should be credited and, you know, make money off of the content that they create. Um, and so we've got to protect those, the, the, the creator economy, cause that's not small either. That's 50 million people that are now creating content every day for brands mm-hmm. and all kinds of things. So we've got to protect people's economic livelihoods and we got to protect people's work product. Um, and how we're going to distinguish between what's AI work product and human work product is going to be very, very tricky. I
0: honestly, um, I, you know, I, I used, a, um, played around with a product, um, um, from a company called Copy AI, and sure. it's a pretty sophisticated product. I don't know if you've seen it, but it allows a lot of nuance, uh, both in you know what are you writing and uh, what kind of mood do you want, what's the audience, all of those things. And uh, I, I, you know, worked up. I spent five minutes, and I worked up about three thousand words hmm. um, about something I was working on. I sent it to someone I'm working with. And I said, I just wanted you, you to see I, I, you know, I didn't say I spent all this time. I didn't say how long. I said, I just, you know, I, I just put this together. I, I just want to get some feedback. Oh, you're a genius. This is amazing. Oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> how, good, right. how good a writer you are. I didn't do anything. I mean, five minutes, literally. I put in a couple of phrases, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So this, the thing that's sort of scary about this, uh, and that's scary is the wrong word. This, the, the thing that's compelling about this is that it's really good and and um i assume yours right. is too um though i haven't had my hands on yours like i had on this other one so so we all what's what's funny is we've gone like from um this idea in theory to not only in practice but like in practice it's really good i mean mm-hmm. if you've looked Chat GBT things, they're like really good. So, you, you, so anyway, I don't want to, I don't want to belabor this any more than I already have (laughs) because I am belaboring it a little bit. But, um, but in terms of a, um, you know, in terms of, um, what it means to us long term and how it's going to change things, we, we, we don't know. But I will say this, let me, uh, and then I'll get off my soapbox. I, I will say that I think. The president of Microsoft and others are um, not really talking about this as a tool of misinformation, which is a whole other subject. Like if people, like Putin or whomever, want to intentionally, you know, put up content that's that's fake and false, you know, this is another tool to do that. But we're gonna we're gonna stay on the bright side right now. <laughs> what I was wondering. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't usually talk this much in my podcast, but for some reason I'm going on and on. But um let, let me turn it to you in the sense of I'm really interested in the information you're pulling from. And you've you've told me before that it's um mostly, if not all, I, I think you call them public sources um or readily available sources. So so the, the AI software is going out and acting upon a database, right? That, that you've, um, not a single database, but data, content. How, how do you decide what's part of that that big cloud of content?
1: Yeah, so what's the source did- is
0: another way to say that. What's the source of the content?
1: yeah so just to clarify the way we're using artificial intelligence isn't around a recommendation engine or decisioning of content Um, the ai is used for content generation Uh, and uh, most of what we do is content generation that's specific to the brand because the other challenge a lot of these um, small companies have and let's let's talk about insurance agents because we have quite a few that use the tool you know, they're busy every day right they're writing policies they're responding to requests people's houses the tree falls on a house and then they get involved so they've got real things they're dealing with every day and what they love is the ability to just send over to arrow hey here's my logo you know i work for state farm so go get me some state farm content which they want on their facebook page because they work for state farm mm-hmm. and um you know, make my pages look great. So a lot of what we do is actually pulling content from the companies that people actually work for. So Sotheby's, State Farm, because they need this content on their page and it's super time consuming to go to the corporate website and pull the blog and Mm -hmm. do all of this thing. So, uh, and then where the artificial intelligence comes in is really in generating um, content that's specific to them. So in other words, about their local community, or maybe it localizes the content and says something like, Hey, you know, I see your, it knows they live in Macon, Georgia. Maybe it makes a comment about uh, the the local, local place where they live in relation to the comment and the, and the ad copy. Now, in terms of the content itself, though, we do have some algorithms uh, that curate content And you know, many, many companies do this. They curate content. I mean, there's literally, you know, I think there's, 10 million RSS feeds that are publicly available in the world. So that's one source, not to mention all the Facebook pages and Instagram pages that are out there. So Hmm. we really do see this as a way to kind of sift and curate for these small business owners that simply don't have the time to do that. Um, And, and they find it wonderful that they're able to find other people out there working in their industry or working in their arena. that has interesting and fun things to say that could be relevant for their user base as well. So content sharing and this kind of content reposting and this community building, I think is another real benefit that Arrow brings to the table. um, You know, because, uh, you know, we're all part of a business community. So, you know, helping people connect to that community um, is, is important as well.
0: Now, how are you targeting this? You mentioned insurance agencies. Are you going to add yeah. agency businesses, or what's what's the sweet spot here for you?
1: Yeah, so they're, they're, for us, it's it's really been email marketing has been the main way we've been able to connect to these these business owners. Um, hmm. We find they're super busy and. Um, so we, we we identify industry verticals and then we email folks within that industry vertical with con with mm-hmm. specific examples that are really relevant for them uh and, and with a simple value proposition which is that hey for 79 bucks a month you know arrow will use some automation and some ai to fully manage your social media pages now for folks who are spending 500 bucks a month for an agency or even a freelancer or just simply trying to do it themselves and, and not doing a very good job of it, $79 a month sounds like a great opportunity. So we've been very successful with email marketing. Uh, and, and especially when we focus on specific industries like you know, in insurance, uh, real estate, and um, you know, it's been great. Actually, we're getting a lot of toy companies. I don't know if it's just because of the time of year, but <laughs> yeah, we've had about a half a dozen toy companies actually reach out to us recently, so. Um, it goes across a bunch of different industry verticals.
0: Have you ever had a situation where content on one on one feed overlaps um, or is mimicked in content on another feed? Does that happen? Is that is that possible?
1: Yeah, so we have built some some checks and balances for that. Um, you know, generally speaking, uh, you know, we've got thousands of users, so I'm sure and a vast library of content. So I'm sure the same users probably access the same content at some point. Um, and then sometimes it's corporate content. So another really key selling feature, uh, and, and value add for arrow is that it can tap directly into your corporate content. So again, getting back to state farm, if you're a state farm agent, state Farm is putting out all this content available for their agents all over the country, whether it be about insurance policies or trends or. Home trends or house, house buying trends, et cetera, et cetera, or even specific to weather or other policies or products that they're putting out. So we can take all of that corporate blog content and automate it across people's pages as well, and that's a huge value add for them.
0: So that's actually, um, you're you're tapping into their blogs in that case? The blog on the website?
1: Correct, Okay, so you have a
0: way to do that, and you have a way to tap into RSS feeds, Um, you have a way to tap into press releases and things like that that are more published?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. So we don't, you know, we've looked at, at at potentially doing a relationship with PR and Newswire, maybe something strategic with them. Um, you know, it's something that, that that we could pick up, you know, the kind of middle to the end of next year. Um, that would take us more in sort of a PR direction, uh, marketing direction, which could be one avenue for the company. Uh, but and to answer your question about what kind of content we can automate in the social media posts, it's all kinds of things. So we can take a website, we can take a blog URL, we can tap directly into your content management system, your CMS. We can take an XML feed directly from a Shopify or e-commerce store and take all of your products from the backend uh, library and turn those into social media posts as well. Mm. And then the last example I'll give you, and this is really powerful for these small businesses, is that we can automate social media posting out of their Trustpilot or other review platform. So they can give us their Trustpilot URL. We plug it into Arrow. And every time someone reviews the company, it'll look at the review, make sure it's positive, and then post that on social media. for them <laughs> I was going to say, there's going to
0: have to be at least four or five stars probably, right?
1: Yeah. And there's a lot of, you know, we've built a lot of content safeguards. I mean, we're essentially a content company, so we've got both, you know, know, software safeguards as well as human safeguards. Actually, every single piece of content that goes through Arrow gets looked at by a human at some point. Um, So to make sure that it's appropriate, that it meets content policy standards, and it's appropriate for the business as well. So we've, um, yeah, we've got both automation and people looking at everything um, to make sure that we're... uh, you know, putting out good stuff.
0: And Roland, do you have competition specifically in this niche?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. There there certainly is. There's a lot of companies looking at this. I think what makes us unique and where we don't have a lot of competition is our done for you offering. Almost every other platform out there, and there's a ton of social media platforms out there. you know Loomly is a good example that are inexpensive and easy to use, but you have to use them. It's still a platform. you have to log in, you have to connect your social media accounts, you have to make sure that the you you pull the posts, you got to size the image, you got to write the ad copy, even though some of them have some AI built into them so it's still something that you have to manage, and I think our Offering to these users of saying, hey, this is hands-free, this is fully automated for you, is a huge step for them. Um, And uh, they see it as a service, even though we are a technology company and automated, but that service layer and uh, that service offering is tremendously powerful for them.
0: And what have you learned finally from, from users and what they're telling you?
1: Yeah, what we've learned is that there's tremendous pressure on these small businesses to execute and be an expert in so many things that they've never been an expert in before. And digital marketing is a perfect example of that. And I'll get back to the insurance agents. Like if you call up any of our users who are insurance agents, you ask them a question about um, insurance policies, they can give you a very detailed answer. They can tell you which policy to get and what kind of policy and what it covers and all of that. But now all of a sudden in the last couple of years, they've been forced into being digital marketers. and here's one more point I'll kind of end on. A lot of people don't like marketing. So what we've learned from our users. Don't even know what it is, really. They don't even know what it is. And so what we've learned from our yeah. users is they're stuck in this thing of like, oh my gosh, I know I need to be an amazing marketer, but A, I don't know anything about it. And B, I don't really like it that much. So that that's the the world that we address. And the sense of relief the sense of like, Oh my gosh, you're going to do this for me that we get from our users is, is just tremendous.
0: Well, um, we're talking with Roland Reichel. He's the uh, CEO of Arrow AI. And um, this is the accelerator with Michael Conniff. That's me and and Roland, I'm going to pay you the ultimate compliment. I'm going to do, I'm going to try this myself.
1: Uh, Okay. I'm
0: not, I'm not, I'm not getting a freebie. I'm going to pay for it. Um, I think that uh, I'm starting a new business, and um, I'll tell you what my calculus is, and probably a lot of people have the same kind of calculus. Okay, I can have a whole social uh, media marketing department, digital marketing department, uh, let's say five people, (laughs) you know, with Mm -hmm. with benefits and salaries and all those nice things. Um, or I can spe- spend $79 a month and not really to have to touch it all that much, if at all. So that's right. You know, that's, that's a pretty easy de- decision, um, even though, uh, you know, I'm going to write a long uh, think piece about why this, is, this, this, uh, this worries me and makes me a little bit um, concerned. You know, I'm concerned about it um but i also i think the the one thing that's interesting about this to me is that we're already there like there there the debate about this is over right it's over it's 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 happening it's here it's happening it's like not going to stop you know that the horse is out of the barn so um your case will 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 be very interesting to follow and uh and we certainly hope you stay in touch with us so thanks so much for being on the show today appreciate it
1: Michael, tremendous conversation. Uh, I have a lot to think about. I look forward to reading your piece. Uh, hopefully you'll give me a chance to to respond and comment, or maybe I can share it on my own yeah. social media channels. And, um, <laughs> but I really appreciate the, the, the questions. I appreciate the thinking and um, I appreciate the opportunity to be here. And uh, thanks for joining Arrow. Thanks for signing up as a yeah, user as well. I, I, do want,
0: <laughs> I also should point out, we met at um, Expert Dojo in yes. New York. At one of their events where I'm a scout, you're one of their companies. They, they really have been doing an amazing job, I think. Um, it's super impressive. And um, um, I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, you, can, you can follow me on Twitter at Michael Conniff, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-C-O-N-N-I-F-F, or at my website, michaelconniff.com. Uh, the podcast is on all the major platforms and also on YouTube, so make sure to subscribe and rate us and give us a review and uh, and make sure to keep listening. So thanks very much. And uh, we'll be back with another podcast before you know it. Thanks, Roland.
1: Thank you.